Welcome to the Tax Sell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dimon. I'm a tax sell veteran. I'm the author of the Tax Sell Playbook, founder of the Tax Sell Academy. I'm the leading tax sell expert and trainer, and I am your host right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast episode. This podcast is provided completely free to help teach you about investing in tax sell real estate and is made possible through and because of the Tax Sell Academy. If you are looking to learn more about investing in tax sell real estate in a comprehensive step-by-step manner, just head to taxcellacademy.com and click on join. There's a link down below in today's show notes. All right, today I'm going to give you the truth about money and tax sell investing. You probably noticed by now that the term tax sell investing implies you are actually investing. This means that you're putting forth money in order to make more money. Pretty simple so far, right? This varies from working or doing a task for a paycheck. Money, capital is required to start. Of course, there are a number of places to get this capital. It's extremely easy to get it if you show a little bit of effort and maybe just a little bit of creativity. Now, we go over many of them inside the Tax Law Academy, but whether it's borrowed money, credit, whatever, money from somewhere is definitely required. If you're searching money, I suggest you join the Academy to learn about creative funding options or search those same topics on our YouTube or podcast channels. So therein brings this all-important question. How much money will I need? The specific answer to this question is it varies. It varies quite a bit, actually. It depends what area you're investing in. It depends what you're investing in. How are you investing? All these factors will determine how much money you need. An OTC lien for an unbuildable lot can be picked up for five bucks in some areas. I've also seen properties sell for close to a million dollars in certain areas. That's a pretty large range there. So there are so many variables here. It is not possible for me to say that every single person interested in tax sell investing must have $537.42 to get started. And I actually get this question a lot. The fact is that it takes much, much less than you might assume. I posted videos before about properties that I purchased as cheap as a penny. One of my most popular podcast episodes is titled Best Day of My Tax Sell Life. Now, if you haven't taken a look at it, it's episode number 10, so be sure to listen to it. But in summary, on that episode, I discussed how I was able to grab multiple properties for the opening bid of $20. But obviously, I tell those stories for a reason. Those are the stories that I found myself in after going to hundreds and hundreds of auctions, watching billions of dollars worth of real estate get auctioned off at tax sales. Now, I was making money that entire time, whether they were one-cent properties or 20-cent properties. I just happened to come across those properties. These particular deals, the one-cent, $20, $50 properties, they're not all that common, but they do happen. Whether you're coming across insanely cheap properties or not, there is always money to be made in this business. The fact is that you can easily determine how much money you need to start by doing just a little bit of research, by showing just a little bit of effort. And it's a very simple process. First off, figure out what type of system you want to invest in, liens or deeds. There's a link down below in our show notes to our state guide that'll really help you out with this. Then figure out what state and what area you're interested in investing in. Then get to that area, whether it's in person or online, and find the department 
that handles their tax sales. Get a copy of the previous auction results. These are required to be public records in just about every state. You just have to find the right department and the right person so you can get a hold of those results. Take a look at those results. Take a look at that past list and boom, you've got your numbers. You've got how much money you need to invest in that specific area. Now, if that specific area is outside of your budget, just find another area. If that doesn't work, find another area, then another area until you find one that does work for you. Sure, it takes work, it takes effort, but of course, everything does if it's worth doing. Now, these past auction results are an indication of what properties will potentially sell for. They are not guaranteed. I've been at some auctions where properties will be selling for twice what they did at that same auction a year prior. Other auctions, they'll be selling for half of what they were selling for a year prior. The only certain way to see what's in your budget is by going to that auction prepared to buy something. But the next best thing, of course, and a strong indicator of what will happen at future auctions is going to be the previous auction list, the auction results list. On that same token, I need to discuss something that you must understand. As with many things in life, the more money you have, the more options you do have. If you're working to scrounge up a few pennies to go to the tax sale auction, you'll likely be limited to just the cheapest properties, the ones that nobody else bids on and the ones that are low value. But believe me when I tell you, there is nothing wrong with this approach at all. This is the way I started. This is the way that many of my students start. And it's the way that many other investors that are successful have started. But your budget is going to limit you. You will see countless properties where you will tell yourself, if only I had more money to invest. And this could be the investor that has 100 bucks or $100,000, but you will at some point come across a property and you wish you had more capital to invest. But when you start with a low budget, your options are limited, right? You also must work harder, you must research more properties, go to more auctions and be extremely patient. You don't have the ability to wait for the best properties out of all the properties that are offered. You only have the ability to wait for the best properties out of the small percentage of the ones that are offered within your budget. Now, the more money you have, yes, the more options you have. So you have a much larger pool of properties to choose from. You have the ability not just to wait for that small percentage of properties that the low dollar must invest in, but you can now wait for anything you can afford if you think it's a good investment. But this doesn't come without its own set of complications. Obviously, your risk on a dollar value basis might be higher. You'll be buying properties that might also have higher carrying costs and might even be just a little bit more complicated. And when you get to a much larger scale, you're certainly gonna have operational challenges that you must learn to push through. The investor that starts with $100 and the investor that starts with $5 million will certainly have much different objectives. The $100 investor might be satisfied buying a lot for $100 and selling it for $500, right? But the $5 million investor would be buried in paperwork to acquire those same lots. he have to get 50,000 of those lots Okay, so while the low budget investor must work harder to get the right property, the investor with a much larger budget must work harder to ensure that the operation in its entirety is functional and profitable. So operationally, there's certainly differences. And I've dealt with these challenges on both sides from members of the academy who start with $100 and others who have multi-million dollar funds. But there are solutions to all these challenges 
with the right approach. But I don't want you to think for a minute that you can't start because you don't have $100,000. What I want you to fully understand from today's video is that you can absolutely get started no matter the capital that you have. In some situations, you might have to be more creative to get that capital. But in many situations, it's just a matter of finding different areas, changing your objectives or approaches, and most importantly, being patient. So do not let the amount of capital you have stop you. Get started now. When you make money, reinvest it continually until your lack of capital is no longer an issue. But right now, right off the bat, take a look at those previous auction results. Go where you can afford to invest and continue rolling that money over. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. Inside the Tax Law Academy, we go over creative funding methods. We discuss how to make your money go as far as possible, and we teach you so you don't waste time or money. Our entire academy is designed around helping you profit from this incredible business. If you're interested in signing up, you can get started by going to taxlawacademy.com and clicking on join. Again, that's taxlawacademy.com and click on join. I truly hope that you found this episode and every other episode that we've recorded in the Tax Cell Podcast extremely beneficial and helpful for your business. If you do, please take a minute just to leave a five-star review or some positive feedback on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on. It really helps us out and gives us that reassurance that we are helping students. And we're, again, so thankful that you took the time to listen to us. Take care. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.